Hey everyone, we're out enjoying the summer and hope you're doing the same. We'll be back on August 30th this year. Until then, we're rewinding to some of our favorite and most popular episodes. We'll still be releasing Zodiac episodes around the 20th of each month. Until then, we'll see you all in the fall. Warning, the podcast you are about to listen to is explicit. We are here to talk about our lives, the great times, the messy times, but let's be honest, we learn from those messy times. Content may be triggering as we explore together our lives, spirituality, trauma, recovery, and growth. Welcome to Stumbling Through Enlightenment. I'm Jason. And I'm Edward. Every day we are working through our shit, and today we invite you to work through some of yours with us. Let me give you a quick rundown of what we're going to do in today's episode. The first part of the episode is where Ed and I talk about what's going on in our day-to-day lives and where you'll be able to hear how we support each other's growth. During the second portion, Ed and I will have a deep dive discussion topic ranging from self-awareness, metaphysics, mental health, personal discovery, and much more. Um, it's it's going well, but I I had a very stressful weekend. <laughs> so Saturday rolls around, and I get a call at seven in the morning from the guy that is supposed to be there with me all day. And uh, at seven in the morning, I'm getting ready to go to work, and he woke up and he was sick. Now he can't come in because of all of the COVID stuff, so um, he has to get tested and whatnot. And yeah, um, so he's you know he's he sounded like shit. <laughs> and I I worked with him the night before and he was fine. Yeah, and then like oh he sounded real bad. There's been something going around. Yeah, and it it just hit him it hit him quick apparently you yeah. know. Um, and the kids got it, you know, because he has, he has two kids and, and his kids got it too. And, and that's that's probably where it came from. And, you know, so I'm sitting there going, oh, this is going to be lovely because one of my participants, uh, they go to church on Saturday morning. Oh, okay. And so we need the double coverage on Saturday morning. And there is no way necessarily for me to get coverage there in time because the the two other people that work in the house actually live quite a ways away and would not necessarily get there in t- yeah. t- you know in time if i could get a hold of them at all uh so i'm like okay well, and i'm usually thinking usually churches have like people that can come pick people up uh well so his especially like saturday churches right um well, not not since covid oh okay and that's that's been the thing one but the other thing is is he he lives uh, a ways away from his hometown, and he yeah. goes back to his hometown church usually, okay. which is like it's like way out of the way, forty five minutes to yeah. an hour, you know, drive. Yeah. Um, so it's it's not close, you know, and and he will go to one that's slightly closer, but it's still a half an hour, right. so you know. Um, and so I'm like, okay, whatever. And I I know talking like I, I smoke and I had stopped smoking and then I was like oh this is gonna be bad so I picked up a, I stopped yeah. on the way in and picked up a pack of cigarettes because I'm like I can just somehow see this going really horribly today not that it usually does but it just it felt like it was in the wind and uh, so I get there and I'm like okay so the guy called out I don't know how or if we will be able to get you to church 
but I just found out about it, you know. And you, he, you said this to the client. I said this to the client. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And, just and kind of let him know what's going on. Right. Yeah. Keeping him Survey up. Survey the land. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and and he's really usually really good about you know problem solving with me and you know when when things like this come up and whatnot and i said is there anybody i did ask i said is there anybody yeah. that can come and get you you know because it's still early enough in the morning that somebody potentially could like yeah, his, absolutely. his you know his uh one of his his relatives you know goes to that church and and they could potentially oh, come down and, perfect yeah yeah they could potentially come down get him and bring him back and then bring him back um and he was kind of okay for for about 15 20 minutes and and I was like oh okay well I guess this is going to be and he's missed church before because of things like yeah. this and he's never had an issue I'm like oh I guess it guess it'll be easy you know yeah and then it wasn't oh he was stewing <laughs> he was stewing he was stewing he was stewing so I I oh god so all of a sudden we went from everything is copacetic to all hell has broken loose and he's a really generally a non-confrontational guy yeah and he's very usually laid back so when he goes off he goes off and it's yeah. it's very very quick and it's it takes very, you by surprise oh yeah yeah absolutely and uh he's gonna walk and he needs me to spell the town for him so that he can so that he can he can make a sign so he can hitchhike and i'm like you can't hitchhike that's that's not safe and uh yeah i know and you know so i'm dealing with this for about a half an hour or so and i finally went you know if you weren't so angry right now if you weren't so pissed off we could problem solve around this and yeah. he's like there is no problem solving around this and you know there's no choice this is what i'm gonna do it's like well, well okay but you know you you know what i have to do yep yeah whatever there's no choice and so and so so he he he, he leaves he elope what it's called when you leave a residential right you elope he elopes and he's gone and we have a very long driveway so he goes down the driveway so i'm outside smoking a cigarette because I, I bought them, you know, okay, and, I, and I knew this was going to need to happen. Yeah, right. right. So <laughs> uh, I I called 911 like we're supposed to and, yeah. you know, talking to the... And I, I I don't know. I mean, I have this vision of 911 in my head that... And I've called it before for various reasons, but I've never called it for, like, something that was quite so urgent. Yeah. So I have this idea in my head... That they're gonna take it seriously. <clears throat> well, <laughs> that th that I can call them and and run down the list of things that need to be said real quick, and then they'll they'll act on it, right? So oh, I'm surprised you didn't put it on hold. I didn't. Nine one one, please hold. No, I mean that's no. no that's a um, common thing. Oh my god, I don't even want to think about that. I mean, like this wasn't urgent. You call, urgent. You but... call the cops from your cell phone on the highway. Yeah, and you're gonna get please hold. Oh my God! Oh yeah, I have never, never gotten please hold. Yeah. Uh, other than after they've talked to me, and then they're like, yeah. "Okay, we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna, you know, patch over to the cops." So you need to hold on for a moment. Uh, so anyway, so I'm, I, I call. I'm like, so this is my company. This is my name. This is my company. This is the number where you can be reached. This is where we are located. This is what he looks like. This is where he's going. This is where he's walking. This is the location. And I get through all of that. And they're like, so what company are you from? Yep. What's your name? I'm like, I just gave you all of this. I'm like, okay, whatever. So I take a breath because, you know, whatever. 
And it, I mean, there's nothing I can do about this. So I answer all their questions, everything I just said, basically. And then they, they got me to a, to a cop, uh, to, you know, to a, a police officer. And uh, they took, asked me basically the same questions over again. Um, and I'm sitting here going like, okay, it's been 10 minutes now. And, and yeah. so n now no, I don't know where he is. I mean, I, I still have a, an idea because there's really only one way for him to go. Yeah. And, uh, so they said, okay, well, we'll call you back in a few minutes. Okay, cool. So I then call my program director cause that's, you know, important. And, uh, <laughs> I'm talking on the phone with her and I've known her for a while. And, uh, I said, uh, I said, yeah, I said, she's like, well, where are you right now? I was like, I'm outside smoking a cigarette. I haven't smoked a cigarette in three days. And, uh, yep. I, I just had a feeling this was going to happen. So she's, you know, she's sitting there going, okay, well, you know, where does he go to church? What's going on? You know, like, can we get him there? You know, what do you need for coverage? Uh, you know, what's the minimum and the max? She stepped the normal. in to do the problem solving. Yeah, yeah. And I'm you like... You and the participant were not ready to do that. We were not ready to do that. <laughs> well, you know, and, and I didn't even think of... Because our our agency spans quite the area. Oh, yeah. And she lives two or three two hours away i think yeah and i didn't expect her to be up in this area so to my knowledge the the play, the people that i would normally reach out to that are not part of my house yeah are under quarantine because there was a covid case in the house so i couldn't even like reach oh out gosh. to the right so like the normal people um so but she's in the area so she's like i might be able to help out with this i'm like okay cool and then the no cops call, right? Yeah. <laughs> so the cops call back, and so I said, okay, "I gotta go." Talking to the cops, and he comes. He's coming back up the driveway. My participant <laughs> is coming back up the driveway, and I'm like, "Turns out that thirty minute drive is a lot longer walk." <laughs> right. I mean, I was sitting there, like I, you know, at one point in time during the conversation, the original conversation, I'm like. You know, before he told me he was going to hitchhike, uh, he I said, you know, you, you you'd never even be able to make it there. It's it's a forty five minute drive. Yeah, and he's like, well, I'm going to hitchhike. I need to know how to spell the town. I'm like, oh, okay, fair enough. Um, he got really pissed off at me because I wouldn't teach him how to tell him how to spell the town. I don't know why. Um, <laughs> why wouldn't you tell him how to spell the town? I I just I'm like I'm not you know we're not you doing were in this. a power struggle. I yeah at that moment <laughs> probably um, definitely I was like you know what I'm not doing this. Um, it's not like he can't spell it for him. He's not going to remember it anyway. Oh, he was right there with the thing. <laughs> and truthfully, his handwriting is really horrible. So I really don't know why I right. was worried. I'm How just do you like, make an F? Well, of course, because right. your brain's in fight mode. Right, right. <laughs> not <I'm> in. Like, <laughs> right. Yeah. So, uh, so I'm talking to the cops. And I was like, well, I don't know what's going on. He's coming back up right now. Let me, let me, do you mind if I, you know, keep you on? Yeah. Okay, fine. So he comes back up and I was like, What's going on? I was like, uh, how was church? And he goes, I forgot to put on a belt. My pants are falling down. I need to put them <laughs> right. So, oh, my God. Saved by the belt. Um, so he goes in and, he, you know, he's lollygagging in there. And I, and I talk to the cops and, you know, back and forth for a little bit. And I, I go in to see if, where he is. And he's still escalated, but he's he's starting to come down. You can tell he's starting yeah. to come down. Yeah. Um, that walk did him good, you yeah. know. Yeah. Uh, he was gone for like 
15, 20 minutes, you know, yeah. whatever. So Probably made it a quarter mile down the road. Uh, no, not even. He he walks really, really slow. Feet, like he, Yeah, I mean, <laughs> my guess is he he got to the end of the driveway and stood there for probably oh, about trying to hitchhike five probably. well i i don't know if he was trying to hitchhike or if he was just trying to figure out if he really wanted to come back and get new get get a belt you know because <laughs> okay. this is something that he would do you yeah, know yeah so i'm like okay so i kind of leave him alone for a little while call the cops back and you know touch base with everybody and my my program director and so this is now dragged on for like I mean, yeah. we're going on an hour and a half at this Way point. Way longer I, than it needs to. Yeah. Right, you know? And uh, so I eventually get down there, back down there, and he's like, okay. He's like, well, you know, I was emotional. I'm like, yeah, yeah, that's okay. So, you know, we, I have a potential fix for you. And he's like, well, you know, if you just let me, instead of taking, you know, a left and take, I can take a right because there's a store right next to us. He's like, I can, I can take a right and, and go and get some Pepsi, some soda. Cause that's what he, you know, he, he's big on the soda. Yeah. And I'm like, well, um, I have this other fix for you that doesn't include going to the store at the moment, but we can stop on the store on the way back so or the way there. So the store got added into the trip? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, All right. Yeah. I yeah, just want to make sure that I'm following well, this. That, that was his compromise. That was going to be his compromise. Oh, instead of going to church, go to the store? Yes, he was going to go to the, he was going to walk to the store because he wasn't going to walk to church. He was going to walk well, to the shit, store. He can walk to the store, can he? Well, uh, he's not allowed to walk to the store. Uh, we've been trying to work on that and up until the point where he decided he was going to elope because this is a thing that he has done in the past. Yeah. And so we've worked on building trust again. Yeah. And I'm waiting for his guardian to sign off on it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So uh, anyway, yeah. So I said, well, you know, this is this is the potential. Probably be good but... for a guy like him. What? Probably be good for a guy. It like would him. be Get like a little bit independent. Yeah, I mean, and I really think that, and that's a good store too. They know that. Yeah, they know how to help people that need help. Yeah, but huh. anyway, so that was his. So compromise. his compromise was but to go get a Pepsi and to go to the going store to talk to Jesus. Right. All well, right. And, and I, well, you know, and I, I really. What's the difference? I really wonder. <laughs> right. <laughs> I really do wonder somehow if if it was like, you know. Uh, if you're failing a class yeah. and you don't want to tell your parents the that you're failing concession. class, right, right, you you sit there and go, well, I'm pregnant. You know what I mean? Like one of those type things, oh, and, then, and then they freak out over it, and then they're like, oh, but no, no, I'm I'm just really just failing a class, right. and that's okay because you know at least he you're really not wanted a Pepsi to begin with. Right? Yeah, that's. <laughs> I mean, truthfully, I wouldn't put it past him, but I don't think that's what happened at all. Oh no, yeah. Um, so we got him to church and I mean, I, I drove him and, you know, he and I usually have a really good rapport, you know, cause we, we talk about all kinds of things, you know, and, yeah. and I'm very transparent with him. So when he asks questions about my life, I think I've only denied him a couple of things where I'm like, no, that's, yeah, that's none of your private, business. Yeah. yeah. Um, so <laughs> I looked at him and, you know, we're laughing all the way up to church and, and I, I looked at him and I said, you know, so I have the greatest amount of respect for you, but you are a pain in the ass sometimes. And uh, he laughs and okay, and then he said, looks at me and goes, "You know, I have the greatest amount of respect for you too, but ditto." <laughs> and I'm like, "Yep, yep, 
Yeah. Some truth to that. Oh, probably, you guys were like escalating each other the whole time. Yeah. I mean, as soon as you said you wouldn't tell him how to spell the word right town. <laughs> no. I, I, I really, when, when you were saying you couldn't spell the name of the town for him, I'm thinking, right. oh shit, they're both right. in it now. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Well, but, and by that time, we, it had been about a half an hour. And I oh, was yeah. like, you know, by the time he asked for it, and I'm like, you're smoking your cigarette. <laughs> right. I am done with this already. <laughs> You know, I, I am trying yeah. to, to do other things. I am trying, I could even, would even be trying to help you, but you keep yep. 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 pushing yep. at that point in yep. time. Um, I remember we had a guy at, cause I, I mean, I've worked in mental health forever, but right. it, I've, I worked in a group home for a while where it would, it was a, it was a special program where we were on this huge campus. Mm-hmm. And there's the state hospital is there, the state psychiatric yep. hospitals there. And then a lot of the treatment providers are kind of in that campus in different buildings. Yep. And we were in these houses that were like on the opposite side of the campus. And there's this guy that he's, he was just a total asshole. Mm -hmm. I mean, just a total asshole as a person. He, you know, we're not talking about people with mental uh, cognitive delays. We're not talking right. about people that don't know the consequences of their actions basically right. okay and this guy was an asshole yeah so he was also about four foot five and 400 pounds round so <laughs> he was about the size of a ball mm -hmm. right and he got so mad at us once yeah so mad at us and he was gonna walk over to the hospital and admit himself and my eyebrow just that's, raised. That's what we're all like, doing. You know, we're like, you all know. like, okay, let's see this. <laughs> right. So, of course, I mean, it's all like, I mean, these people are under, are, are in our treatment because they've committed a crime. Mm -hmm. Like, it's all, it, it, it's not civil stuff. We're dealing with, right. with forensic stuff. And so we, we need to know where they go. Everybody's got to sign in, sign out. You yeah. know, we need to know their location. So you can't just open the door and elope, right? <laughs> right? If you eloped from that program, you were going back to either prison or the hospital for multiple months. Yeah. Um, that's just the way it worked. They couldn't screw around with those guys. So he's all pissed, right? And mm -hmm. we're all like watching him escalate. And he's just like, fuck it. And he opens the door and he just starts walking. I was so proud of him. He made it to the hospital. Did he really? With his fucking anger he used that anger it oh took him three God. and a half hours to make about a mile walk but we just kind of watched him do it the whole time and because of the situation right. we could do that without being in his space you right know? yeah yeah i'm um, familiar with the area so yeah, yeah but yeah, oh wow no, yeah he made it he oh made my it. gosh yeah yeah he made it oh, and wow. i mean it was it was they were expecting him mm -hmm. we had the uh um the there's a they call them security but they basically have their own police uh yeah department for yep. that area um and those guys were watching him and but i mean <laughs> we were kind of letting him burn himself out right and he never did i mean he when he got to once he got to the hospital they actually ended up having to take him to the medical hospital oh. because he was having some distress in his breathing yeah yeah um 
and they can't they don't they don't handle medical stuff so right. any kind of medical stuff they sent him down to the er <laughs> so he went down to the er he got a ride right right which funny enough is like back past our building the opposite right. way a right. mile <laughs> so he got an ambulance ride from there to from the hospital to the hospital oh but, my god i mean there was a part of me that was like fuck you asshole you right know? But when he made it there, there was also a part of me that was like proud of him. Very proud of him. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Well, so you I know, was imagining this guy making it to church. Good job for you. I I would have making it to church. Right. I got it. Like, yeah. Good job for you. I would have I would have been very proud, actually. Yeah. In, in a way. And <laughs> and you know, one of the things that, that he and I talked about on the way back was, you know, I was like, I can never blame you for i mean there are times when he will do things that are completely irrational and yeah. and, and crazy and delusional but well, he's for, there for a reason right but for something like that i told him i said you know if i were in your position i would be doing the same thing yeah. so i cannot I find, all the time right i cannot find fault with that you know i i can't i mean it ticks me off because you tend to choose the times that you choose yeah. that are more difficult make it harder for me right pretty <laughs> yeah. much yeah but um most of the time when he escalates and this is this is the first time that i've had him escalate in this kind of way most of the time when he escalates it's out of the blue there is no catalyst there is no trigger yeah that is seen and so I know something's wrong. And so I'm usually able to just be very, very quiet and just go and sit by him and wait for him to talk to me. But and this he, was interpersonal. Right. This was you and him. Right. Well, <laughs> and, and, and there was a catalyst. You know, yeah. there was a known catalyst. And I'm like, we can fix this if you give it the time. You don't have to be pissed off about this. Yeah. Let me give my meds to the people and then let me try to find something. Yeah. You know, but that's like me coming up to you and saying, You don't have to be panicking right now. Right, right. <laughs> right? Like, yeah. Oh yeah, that works. You don't have to be panicking right now. Right. You just calm down. Right. Oh yeah, I know, right? That works so well. Isn't it funny how we expect our clients to oh, do God. that sometimes? Like not even knowing it. We're right. It's like, we could do this if right. you just calm down. And you're right. like, but that's why I'm here. Because you can't calm down. Right. <laughs> you know, and it it, just, it was. It was. And so then, yes, like you said, co-escalation. And I'm like, I finally, oh, yeah. <laughs> finally, I didn't get, well, I disengaged partially because he walked out. But partially before that, just because I'm like... Yeah, you yeah. Do, once you catch yourself doing it, right. you got to just check out. I'm like, you do what you got to, I will do what I got to, and we'll meet in the middle. He's like, okay. No, neither one of us yep. are thinking right now. No, <laughs> no, no, not at all. It's time to strap in for this week's deep dive. All right, so I thought it would be cool to play a reality testing game. Okay. So it's it's kind of like we call it the what ifs. Yeah. You know? And we talk so, about reality testing all the time. So this will be. We do. We do. So hopefully this is going to be actually showing it a yep. little bit. Whew. So. Um, so I, you're anxious about doing this. <laughs> I'm anxious about doing this. Yeah. No, um, so I have an anxiety um, about taking on a supervisory role so i've been asked to take uh to to take on a team leader position or a house manager yeah. position and i have there's a lot of anxiety around taking on that role yeah 
Um, so what would happen if you didn't take the role? Nothing, nothing, nothing at all. I mean, it's just, it's, it's, um, for me, the reason why it's, it's even in my head is because, you know what? I don't, there's that expectation from outside, you know, not from me, but from outside, I'm actually very happy not having that role. Right. You know, but you bring it up a lot. Yeah. You bring up the fact that you're offered that a lot. I mean, I I think almost the last four or five times that we've seen each other, you've brought that up. Yeah. So it must be in your mind at some it's somewhere in yeah. your mind. So if you if you didn't take it, nothing would happen. What would happen if you did take it? Well, then I they would find me a house and I would take over that house um and I would end up doing basically what I'm doing now. Uh in interim yeah um and you know have to deal with all of the (laughs) that's what it is it's having to deal like my, my my anxiety is around having to deal with all of the issues yeah you know the day-to-day issues like staffing issues and you know of course everybody's short-staffed right now so like that's a thing um and feeling like I have to be there all the time and and yeah. stuff like that. So that's my So what if you did have to be there all the time? Then I would eventually become exhausted and burnt out and I wouldn't want to be there anymore. Okay. And what if you did have a lot of staffing issues? Then I'd have to deal with them and I'd have to be there all the time. Okay. And I I don't I don't relish that thought at all. Okay. Um, so I'm not hearing you really say anything positive about taking it. So what do you think, mm-hmm. what, what do you think makes you continue to, um, to play with the idea in your head? Like for instance, I'll give you an example. Mm-hmm. I have had experiences where, um, there were certain events that people wanted me to be at and I chose not to be at there in that decision. There was no, like, um, there was no afterthought about it. You know, it was just a, it was a clean decision. You know, yes, I will come. No, I won't come. Yes. I would like that job. No, I wouldn't like that job. So, like, if it gets brought up a lot to you and you've resolved whatever this is for you, it would just be, no, I don't want that job. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I So do. there's some sort of conflict in the so, decision about taking the job. Yeah. So the conflict, I, I think, uh, no, actually, I can probably say I know. I, the conflict comes from... Um, two places first of all the expectation you know all of these all of these people think that i would do really well with it yeah um and then the other piece is that continual thought pattern of am i making the right choice for me okay so just having this conversation has clarified that a lot more codified it more yeah that yeah i am making the right choice for me not to take the job um 
and then there's that little but piece. What if you make the wrong choice for you? Well, and that's that's the thing, you know. I mean, have, you've made wrong choices before. I have never made a wrong choice before. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, and I've agonized over every single one of them, you know. Um, and, and I think that that's 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 part of it. That has always been. That is always something that I play out in myself and. I try to remind myself that there's no right and wrong choice for things like this. You know, yeah. I can stay where I am for the rest of my life. And, you know, eventually if I really want to move up, I can move up at any time because it's being offered to me. You know what I yeah. mean? Um, but what if, you know what I mean? Like there's, there's that, well, what if that's the wrong choice? Maybe I would, you know, when I'm ready to move up, they won't want me anymore. You know what I mean? It's a thing okay. like that. So what, what if, what if you're ready to move up in six months and they say we don't have a, an available house right now? Oh, see, I don't go to, we don't have an available house right now. I went to, they don't, they, they, that okay. my refusal, uh, continual refusal has, makes it look like I, I shouldn't be there. Maybe they've misjudged me yeah oh okay yeah yeah okay so because you've said no mm -hmm. you think that that will change their opinion of who you are yes but you've said no before yeah and they've offered it to you again yeah so is that real i mean the exact scenario You've, right you've said is the stressor has played out yep and not in the way that you anticipated it right so is that is that true <laughs> no but but it's only like the first or second or second or third time they've re-asked me you know i mean right the second you know, or third right time. yeah <laughs> And that is reality testing. That is where we go sit there and go, okay, so, you know. Yeah. 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 Because, yeah, there's never going to be a spot where they're going to, I mean, unless I do something else to fuck up, you know, or whatever. Right. You know. And it's, it's also, it's not like you're being offered the keys to the company. Right. You know what I mean? You're being right. offered a mid-level management position. Yeah. It's the place that nobody wants to be. Right. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's yep. the shittiest job available. It really is. Like, so to not want it, I think, makes sense unless there's a lot of benefit to wanting it. Right. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and you're, when we were doing that, you're, you couldn't identify anything that would be positive about it. Potentially a little bit more money. That's the only thing that I can really think of. Yeah. So, is that amount of money worth no. working as a mid-level manager in a residential program that's understaffed? No. Is anything worth that? No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no, actually, not for yeah. me. I've done, I've done enough of those things that I've decided that that's not something that I want. So, in this scenario, even if your consequence came to pass... Yeah you would be getting denied a shitty job. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's a reason you don't want the job. Right. So that's going to be true in six months. Yeah. And a year and, you know, however yeah. long. Residential program management is a shitty job. 
because it's all on you. Yeah. All on you. If somebody calls out, you need to be there. Yep. There's no, you know, <laughs> there's no calling in for backup. You are the backup. Right. Um, and you've talked about several places in your life where that just isn't a good place for you. Right. And I think that recognizing that it's not a good place for you is valid you know and i question like is it is there any part of that you know i've called it before the keys thing Mm -hmm. like is there any part of that to it where like the it's hard to say no to someone offering you um a higher status if you will yeah i mean that is it is yeah yeah it is it's it's um specifically because the person i've i've known for you know yeah um a long time and and you know it feels like i'm i don't know turning down uh their appreciation of me do you know what i mean like i'm I'm just um and and to a certain point letting them down you know but yeah yeah Yeah, it that that higher status is 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 part of it yeah right absolutely well and part of having boundaries is letting people down yeah you know part of saying that this isn't right for me means that somebody out there is going to hear a no right do you know what i mean yeah absolutely so I mean, that part will always be there. I have a hard time with that part. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's difficult. Yeah. It's difficult to assert a boundary. That's for sure. Yep. So you want to do me? I'm going to try. All right. Okay. So I am, let's see. I'm afraid to go hunting in a place that's always been safe for me because I had a bad experience last year. So what would happen if you saw him, you were out in the woods, you saw him and you did unleash everything and he did instigate a fight. What 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 are you worried about? What what I I think I I I think I would well, I'm not afraid I would shoot him. Well, okay, I'm that's not, good. <laughs> I, I, I'm not going to shoot somebody. It's just, I'm, there are only very small places in life where I think it's okay to do that. Right. And that's not one of them. Okay, so that's So good. I'm not going to shoot him. I mean, I I guess he's an entitled old white guy, mm-hmm. and that scares me. You know, is he going to shoot me because he thinks that we're on his property? And even though that's illegal where we live right to do that um you know maybe he thinks it isn't you know is that what they were trying to communicate when they came at us with weapons last time right was that they were gonna shoot us right like so (laughs) um this one's pretty pretty intense because you know so what happens if they shoot yeah you know at that yeah point in time. i mean i i don't i mean you'd have to be a complete idiot to do that to begin well with. that's what i'm thinking but i don't know i mean i i don't i don't think he would so what if he shot like above your head 
because that then sounds we would like leave. okay i mean we would leave yeah and we would get to a safe place and probably report it to the police okay yeah 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 i don't think i would i would progress further if he started to shoot right do you know what i mean yeah i, I think that would put me in a very different place I mean, just judging by last time, you know, we went and they were pointing them at us and I didn't flip out at them. Right. But you were also in a very I different was in space. Like safety mode. Right. right? Yeah. Yep. And now I feel like I'm in spring ready to go mode. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> so, but you're right. I mean, I could, I could very easily go there, stay on the property that I belong on. Yep. And why would he be on our property right you know what i mean like yeah if that make if that's such a big deal to him right he probably wouldn't need to need to be on our property or wouldn't even try to be on the property of the person that i know right it's not mine but yeah yeah so if you're pretty sure he's not going to shoot you <laughs> yeah you know and, and you have a plan in place so again what's the worst that would happen if he confronted you I think, you know, it would probably just be a verbal altercation mm -hmm. of some sort. Probably ending in a police call, I would guess. Because I would guess that he would try to call the police on us for some reason. Okay. And that is that? I guess. I mean, when I told him that I worked in the social <clears throat> services field, he told me that he was a cop, which <laughs> he's not. He's like a glorified security <laughs> officer for for a municipality. <laughs> So, like, when they have school dances, he's the one that goes and stands. Oh, with, my gosh. You know, a flashlight yeah. and some yeah. mace or something like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, again. Yeah, you know. and I mean, he just, I think, I, I think I just, I get really nervous around entitled white guys with guns. Yeah. I just do. Yeah. Well, I mean, so, I mean, it's, I definitely, I can, I can see that it's a, it's a valid fear, but at the same time how far is he really going to push it right you know he's really just a little scared boy in the end yep um and like you said you know he may call the cops whoopee three cheers you know it's not like you're going to go to jail right right well and, and we're not doing anything legal exactly you know like he started critiquing us about our orange color <laughs> <laughs> and i'm like yeah it was just ridiculous the whole thing was ridiculous and the guy's like a laughing stock of the community anyway so right okay <laughs> so <laughs> i'm sorry I've lost ed i just gone <laughs> what did you say earlier about laughing right pseudobulber syndrome <laughs> there you go. oh my god ed's a pseudobulber right right absolutely so so the reality of the situation yeah is you probably won't actually interact with them interact with them at all no i mean i can go i can park you know on the right side of the road basically right. um because that was the other issue we had is that we parked on his land and it was like quite literally maybe six inches onto his land uh, okay. i mean it was stupid but yeah, I just need to park on the other side of the road. I'll be good. Cool. Learn to look both ways before you cross the street. No problem. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I'm thinking about it still, but I definitely feel less uh, 
it feels like less of a wall it feels like it's more of an option now yeah but so i want to explain because because i had a hard time in the very beginning with this exercise so i want to explain exactly what we were doing here we you were for me and i was for you creating or following your anxiety and building it to a point where it was ridiculous basically right you know yeah yeah um and that is the reality testing you know what is the worst case scenario and you get to the worst case scenario what if this happens right and then it's either going to get ridiculous right and you're going to be like no he's not going to shoot me right (laughs) right exactly or it will be so what you know what i mean like i've lived through worse right i've lived through worse or like me we realize what the worst case scenario is which is very realistic and realize that that's not what i wanted to do you know and so there is a reason that that you know that's why did you feel that aversion right was there for a reason it was there for a reason you know so this was really good because yours was there for reason a non mine was more of a nonsensical type yeah absolutely (laughs) fantasy (laughs) rather than yours which was really leading you to a reality yeah not the fear wasn't serving you the fear was confusing you but the reality was less confusing absolutely absolutely you know and catastrophizing this is this is what we do and and you know there are things like you know what what brought this up was a conversation that we had i think in a I can't remember if it was a deep dive or a or a check in. Yeah. About you know. Oh yeah, it was a deep dive. And I said, you know, yeah, eventually I'll, I will no longer be embarrassed because you You'll know be dead. I'll be dead. You know, so <laughs> yeah, like yeah. it won't last forever. Um, you know, and and truthfully, I've lived through worse. You know, and that's really one well, of yeah. those things. And I mean, that's what what you know. You, I was thinking it when you were talking about. Um, it was something about asking someone out or dating someone or something like that. And I thought to myself, you have been rejected so many times. Like, you know how to do that. Right. (laughs) And it is painful every time. So therefore I don't want to. You know, know, I mean, like you, you got those skills. Right. (laughs) So anyway. Right. Yeah. So that is a good exercise. And it, it, I think it's a good illustration from, of, of like you said a nonsensical yeah. more fantasy and and the reality side you know right because you will get both yes you yeah know? yeah and you'll be able to see both clearer yeah because you'll be able to it's it's almost like you're taking a magnifying glass to it and making it bigger you know we're making it bigger in that sense yep. too of you know what is the real seed in there what's what's the real sand in there that's you know caught in the joint that's making it so it it just doesn't sound right you right know what i mean yep. like and and that's what it does it helps figure that out yes. like because when you got to the part for me about the guy like shooting us right that was like that's when it became nonsensical you know i was like like that would never happen you know what i right. mean but that was probably what my anxiety was telling me you know ultimately my life would be at risk if i got into some sort of verbal altercation with this guy right and honestly i think he would run away and call the cops yeah i don't think he'd aggress any further right you know what i mean anyone if i had come out of those woods and i had said fuck you yeah what was he gonna do point his gun at me and tell me that i needed to leave okay 
if he shot me, I was going to be a fucking millionaire. Right? <laughs> I got wrongful suits. I got all kinds of shit. Or your family would have been, depending on how he, you know, how good well, his name was. Well, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty convinced that I, if I get shot and I just know that I'm not going to die. Right? I'll be fine. Right? Absolutely. Absolutely. So you're fine. You're over there, like, turning red and smiling. I'm like, just, I'm laughing. I'm sitting going, oh, my God. But no, <laughs> I, I mean, that's, it's, it's, you know, it's my belief. And being shot, like, in my mind mm-hmm. would hurt way less than other things I've experienced. I mean, being shot is just going to be, like, a hot, searing, stabbing pain. It's not going to be, you know, having things driven up your nails or, like, right. you know, having the breath taken out of you or like waterboarded and shit you know what i mean like i'll go for a gunshot any day over that shit fair i mean i so that's how i think of it you know that's that's why for me it's like yeah next in in your experience a gunshot is quick and and relatively not relatively painless but relatively painless i mean you know it's like breaking a bone right yeah very quick okay there's no sustained twisting of the leg after you break the bone right you know what i mean that kind of shit yeah yeah, yeah yeah so getting shot isn't that big of a deal to me <laughs> in my mind conceptually right um that being said i don't plan to be shot right in my life. and and we're, we're pretty sure that he's not going to shoot you should you no, even this see guy him. is definitely not going to be the one that shoots me for sure right. <laughs> yeah hope you enjoyed the show today remember you can always reach out to us through our facebook page at stumbling through enlightenment follow us on twitter at stumbling t-h-r-o-u-2 go to our website to check out more episodes and information about us personally that is stumbling through enlightenment dot squarespace dot com you can also reach out to us directly at stumblingthroughenlightenment at gmail.com. That's it for today. Have a great week. <laughs>